when I was a student, uh, I, I, I could say that I was very lucky to have fantastic professors, first of all. Uh, my uh, professor of composition uh, was Kazimierz Sikorski, who was a, uh, very much connected with Paris school, especially with Nadia Boulanger. So after I finished my study in Warsaw, I went to Paris to study with her. Uh, and uh, she opened to me the, the world of artistic world at that time. And uh, she introduced me to wonderful artists. Uh, just to mention, I was invited for a dinner with her at her house to, to eat together with Marc Chagall. Can you imagine that? <laughs> so she, she was not only a teacher, but she kind of opened doors for me to to musical world. I can only imagine how fascinating it would have been to sit at a dinner table with Nadia Boulanger and any of her guests, let alone Marc Chagall. That's Siegmund Krause talking about this incredible experience that he had as a student in Paris. Krause is a composer now who has been around for almost eight decades, making music as a pianist, as a composer, and educating another generation, kind of passing on this great tradition that he received from Nadia Boulanger. He's also a composer for me with whom I've just always felt a kind of personal connection in his music, and I've been fortunate enough to meet him twice in person. And I'll never forget the first time that I met Mr. Karauza. It was in Wrocław, Poland, a couple of years ago. I was there for the World Music Days Festival, and I knew that his opera was being performed. It was called The Trap. It was a relatively new opera, only a couple of years old, and it was going to be fully staged in Wrocław. I went to see it. I was blown away. And the next day, I got to meet with him at his hotel and chat with him a little bit about his music. And I knew right then that someday I was going to do a full show of his music. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bostead, and that day is today. I'm happy to dedicate today's program to a curated selection from Krause's more than 60 years of activity as a composer. I was lucky enough to be able to visit Poland recently, and Krause invited me to his home in Warsaw to talk about his music. Today I'm going to play his piano concerto number two in its entirety, but first let's visit an earlier work of his that's in a style he calls unistic. I think Krause explains what that means best. Uh, the idea of this unistic uh, music for me is that at the beginning of the piece, the first few seconds, the listener can hear all musical elements. And farther on, nothing will change. This will be the continuation only. So for me, it is uh, like a musical form which has no beginning, no the end. It's like a, when the piece starts, for me, the time stops. Maybe you can play a piece for orchestra number one, which is a good example of this, uh, of, of the unistic uh, music. And you will have a good answer, uh, because it's with words, yeah, you have to it's hear not it. easy. <laughs> I'm going to take Krause's recommendation and play piece for orchestra number one, because as he says, it's difficult to describe this unistic style. You really just have to hear it. This is roughly a 10-minute piece, but I want to do it justice and play it all the way through. Here is the Polish Radio National Symphony Orchestra, led by Arturo Tamayo.
That's music by Zygmunt Krause. We heard his piece for orchestra number one. It was performed here by the Polish Radio Symphony Orchestra. Arturo Tamayo was the conductor. I'm featuring the music of Zygmunt Krause on the program today, a composer I greatly admire and have been fortunate enough to be able to speak with on two separate occasions. I've decided to, instead of just playing little snippets of a lot of different pieces, I'm going to play pieces in their entirety today. The next piece I want to play is a shorter work. It's called Polychromy. It's one of a couple of different pieces that he wrote by that title. Polychromy means many colors, and color, I think, is very important to this piece. In fact, it's important to the composer in general. My music has a kind of special individual color. It happens. It doesn't. I, I have no answer, mm-hmm. but uh, but definitely there is some kind of um, original individual uh, color in my music. I don't do it in purpose. I don't do it uh, consciously. It just happens. From the very beginning, even when I was a student, I, I didn't like to listen to, mu- to the music. I, I listened to the very specific works only, uh, very well chosen. Uh, and I also, um, I want to be alone and separate from outside world, especially musical world. So um, this maybe it helped me to to stay uh, as a different composer. We had that conversation in his studio, in his home, and what a great studio it was too. Very spacious, airy place. He had a nine-foot concert grand piano, all kinds of scores that he's collected over the years, very neatly stored on the shelves. A lot of souvenirs from his travels. He's a huge world traveler and a nice little workspace where we were able to talk. Again, it was a place where I feel you could not help but be creative. Here is the piece, Polychromy. This is an early piece, and in fact, this performance is from 1969. It's by Music Workshop, a new music ensemble that was created by Zygmunt Krause himself. Here they are, Music Workshop, to perform Polychromy.
That's a recording from all the way back, 1969 in Warsaw. That is the Music Workshop. This is a contemporary music ensemble founded by Zygmunt Krause. They were around for over 25 years. They commissioned and performed the music of hundreds of composers in that time. It was a huge contribution to Polish music. Here they were performing Polychromy by Zygmunt Krause himself. This is a title that he's used more than once in his music. It means many colors, and this use of color is very important in the music of Zygmunt Krause. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. My guest on the program today is the great Polish composer, pianist, and educator, Zygmunt Krause. To subscribe to our podcast or for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, you can visit relevanttones.com. My guest on the program today is the great Polish composer, pianist, and educator, somebody who's had an incredible legacy in Polish music, Zygmunt Krause. And I say he's my guest on the program today, but I actually feel more like maybe I'm the guest because he actually invited us into his home. We were actually in his studio where he writes music, where he plays his piano. This is where the interviews happened. And again, it was a great honor. I'm going to devote the whole second half of the program today to his Piano Concerto Number no. 2. It's a sprawling work, about 40 minutes long, in four movements. Each of the movements was inspired by a different sacred place in the world. Each movement is devoted to so-called holy place in the world. First, first movement is uh, titled uh, Delphi, which is the place in ancient Greece as a cult of Apollo. Yeah, the oracle. Yeah. The second movement uh, is uh, Teotihuacan, the holy city of Aztecs. And then uh, Kyonju, uh, the birthplace of Buddhism in Korea. And Jerusalem, the place of three monotheistic religions. I'm, I'm not a religious man at all, but I visited these places many times in different periods of my life. And I found still very special atmosphere in all of them. That's an excerpt of my conversation with Zygmunt Krause from his home in Warsaw. He's talking about the second piano concerto. Again, this is a big piece. I chose to feature the piece in its entirety because I think it's an important piece in his output as a composer, but also because it features him as a pianist. The first movement is inspired by Delphi, which is a place in ancient Greece. These were the oracles of Delphi. People from all over Greece would go to consult the oracle, which would usually give mysterious responses. For example, the king of Lydia came and he wanted to know how he would fare in the war against the Persians. And the oracle said, if you press on in this this war, a great kingdom will be destroyed. And he said, great. He thought they were talking about the Persians, but they were talking about his kingdom. So this is the kind of wisdom that the Delphic Oracle gave out in ancient Greece. It is a sacred place, but it also seems to me it had a kind of sly sense of humor. Let's see if we detect any of that in the music. Here is movement one of Piano Concerto Number no. 2 by Zygmunt Krause. <laughs> Thank you. 
That's music inspired by the ancient Delphic oracles in Greece. We heard the first movement of Piano Concerto No. 2 by Zygmunt Krause, and we heard the composer himself at the piano as the soloist. They were led by Wojciech Mishniewski, and it was the National Orchestra of Polish Radio, Katowice. I'm playing the entire piano concerto for you. It's in four movements. The first and the second movements are separated. The third and the fourth are what we call a taka, which means the fourth movement starts without a pause. So I'm going to play those two together. But now I'm going to play the second movement for you. This one is inspired by Teotihuacan in Mexico. Here is the music of Zygmunt Krause, inspired by that sacred place, the second movement of piano concerto number two. <laughs>
As I listened to that music, I was thinking of an experience that I had several years ago. I was actually at Teotihuacan, which inspired that music, the pyramids in Mexico City or right outside of the city. But the H1N1 virus had just ended in Mexico, and so there was no one there. I wandered around the place almost completely by myself. It was a incredible and almost mystical experience. And I hear that in the music by Zygmunt Krause. It's just a palpable this sense of, of mystery in the music. That's the second movement of his piano concerto number two. We heard the National Orchestra of Polish Radio Katowice, the composer himself, Zygmunt Krause, at the piano, and they were led by Wojciech Mishniewski. I'm going to play now the third and fourth movements in a row. Again, they are a taka, so they go right one into the other. They are inspired by Kyongju, a mystical place in Korea, and then Jerusalem. Here again is the National Orchestra of Polish Radio Katowice, with Zygmunt Krause himself at the piano, led by Wojciech Mishniewski, to perform the third and fourth movements of Piano Concerto No. 2. Thank you. 
music described by the composer as brutal, music inspired respectively by two places, Gyeongju in Korea and the city of Jerusalem. That's all the time that I have today. Thank you so much, Zygmunt Krause, for taking the time to invite me to your home. Relevant Tones has been produced by Sarah Zwinkless and is made possible by the generous support of the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm Seth Bosted, and this is the WFMT Radio Network Chicago.